and get us down Some way simple, some profound But I always have Hey Broadway, uh, I am here with two of our elders today uh, Brian Denny and Alex Graham And uh, we wanted to chat with you a little bit uh, today About uh, stewardship in uh, the life of our church And also as individuals right now in, a, in an uncertain time uh, last night, the elders uh, met, and we, over the last two or three weeks, we've uh, been uh, talking about the, the many different ways that this, uh, that, that the pandemic and the lockdowns and shutdowns uh, affect us as a church and affect each one of us. And certainly one of those areas is also in the area of, of stewardship and giving. And before I go on, I, I just want to say this conversation isn't going to be some sort of pitch to you all um, that I, re I really want to to let you all in on some of the kinds of questions that that we as elders um, were asking last night around the area of, of money and giving and stewardship as a church right now and uh, I want to say as as the pastor that um, Broadway you are blessed to have the elders that you have at this church um, there is a biblical rootedness and a God-centered vision in the questions and conversations that, that, they, that they lead us to have on those Tuesday nights when we meet that uh, teaches me and challenges me. And I'm just really grateful that we have uh, the, the men at our church that we have who are, uh, who are leading. So uh, Brian and Alex, thanks for uh, representing them today and uh, having this conversation about stewardship and and money and what it means to give right now uh, in this time. So Brian, could you just start by sharing a little bit about uh, kind of your impression of where we are as a church right now? And, and um, yeah, just, we'll go from there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I've been, um, had a few phone calls back and forth with Rick Blossom, our bookkeeper. Who's amazing. And, uh, he, he's amazing, man. We are truly blessed to have him as part of our team. Mm -hmm. um, and I, um, I just want to let you know that uh, at the moment, you know, the elders of Broadway, not just recently, but for years have been um, very faithful and very trusting, but also very conservative and also making sure that our church was never way out on a limb. Um, and all that to say is that um, last night we were talking, so we're able to, we're in such a financial shape that we get to respond and not react. I, I'm sure there are churches right now that are just desperate and in desperate trouble already because offerings have fallen off some. Um, Broadway is not in that shape. Um, Rick was saying that if, if things would um, not go so well with the offering, that we still have a month before we would even have to really change anything. That's a huge blessing. Um, that gives us time to think and pray and work through all of this and see what God has for us. Um, the last couple offerings, the last offering was actually very close to a regular offering. And, and if that would continue, um, we wouldn't have to change anything. So, um, you know, we are so thankful for your faithfulness. Um, and you're faithful because he is faithful. And um, that has been, it's been a few years now that I've been on the board and back on now. And that has just been, again, as Ryan says, it is a blessing to be a leader in this in this church so um the nice thing again that the blessing is that, that we have time to respond we don't have to react and um 
and it actually puts us in a position um, where we, um, I'm sorry, uh, where we can just take a moment. Um, we talked about waiting on the Lord last night, and we have a moment that we can just wait. Now, we don't want to wait too long, and I understand that. Um, I'm really just thankful that we're in the position that we're in. So we have a chance to take a breath and seek the Lord on it and make decisions. We can make decisions now for what we might have to do, yeah. depending on what the Lord does with everything. So that's a great place to be right now. I think as well to be that we don't have to be worried only about self-preservation right now. <laughs> you know, that there's a, an uh, outward look. How can we be a blessing to our, our city and our neighborhood? And uh, how can we make sure that the, the, the congregation at Broadway individuals who, who may be struggling right now because they've lost a job, been laid off, have had to reduce hours or whatever it might be, um, we can be thinking about that rather than just making sure that the lights stay on or, or whatever. So um, we, are, we are grateful for the ways God has provided and for the good stewardship of, of leaders now and in the past. So. Mm -hmm. Um, Alex, some of your thoughts last night um, helped to, to orient us around what God might be doing right now and saying to us right now. Um, can you share some of your thoughts about uh, your hopes and some of what you sense God doing um, right now for us at Broadway? Yeah. Um, first off, yeah, I, I want to um, second what Brian said and, and thank you all for your faithfulness. Um, not only in your giving, but in your um, remaining true to Broadway's qualities, um, despite this unique situation. Um, you see uncommon unity, steadfast worship, faithful witness, um, and healing community still happening um, during this time. And, and that is really encouraging to us as a leadership team. And one of the things that I was thinking about um, as we discussed this kind of difficult um, topic at our meeting yesterday um, was how how God is so um, faithful. He has us going through as as an elder team um, a series by Francis Chan, and within that uh, the scriptures that Francis is talking about is Acts chapter two, and and it talks about during uh, the beginning of the church. Uh, I believe it's right after Pentecost. Um, the church was, they had everything in common is the, is the language that is used. Um, and that they, they, they provided for each other. And I thought that that's so relevant to us now in this time. Uh, and as we, we discussed this stimulus package that is being made available by um, the federal government for churches and nonprofits. And I thought we, we ought to be very careful not to outsource what God has planned for us to the government um, and be very wise or um, seek God in, in what he wants to teach us through this as a body. And if we are quick to jump into the assistance from the government, we may very well rob us of the opportunity to show up for each other in the relationship 
relationships that we have built the years uh, and that God is um, working on. If, if we depend on something else, we might, we might miss that. And that would be, that would be sad. Yeah. 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 And so we are, are often so used to being uh, either independent on ourselves or dependent on the government that we've lost a vision that the church uh, that we see in acts that the, that the God gave to the church of being dependent and trusting in God through the life of our common and shared community. And um, that has been lost, I think, by and large by us as a church. And this may be a time for us to begin to recover uh, some of a, a taste of that and uh, perhaps to live that out. That, that uncommon unity that, that was expressed in Acts chapter 2 in the early church, um, there is a, a call right now to an uncommon unity in this area. And recognizing that if things get difficult a month, two months, six months, a year or two down the road, who know, we, we don't know what's going to happen, yeah. uh, to learn that our, our first source of help is horizontal to the Lord. I'm sorry, vertical to the Lord. And then second, um, horizontally to, to one another in, in the church. And so um, to, to teach us to begin to look in those directions rather than, you know, my own uh, strength, my own ability, um, or some outside, some outside source of help. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for bringing our attention to that last night, Alex. It's really important. And I think the, the kind of thought process that immediately followed for me was a conviction in my own heart. Um, and it has to do with uh, this tension when it comes to stewardship for me that I, that I've noticed in my life that I, I like, there's a, there's a place in which quote unquote trust in God um, is justification for irresponsibility if that makes sense and then but, but then there's also a place in which um obedience is a justification for like self-reliance or um stubbornness yeah and so i've been on i've been in both places i've i've masked my own um self-reliance with like, oh, I'm doing the right thing mm -hmm. uh, according to scripture. And I've also masked my irresponsible behavior with, oh, I'm just trusting God by not taking care of this thing. Yeah. So it's just stewardship is particularly difficult, I think. It, yeah. And I think sometimes in, I've been in enough elders conversations um, in my life to know that sometimes when we start using the word wisdom or stewardship, in this, what it really means is uh, being really conservative and not acting in any kind of faith or mm -hmm. any kind of risk. It means not risking. W wisdom and, uh, and good stewardship means not taking risk. Yeah. And I'm just not sure if that's uh, really in the Bible at all. Yeah, Jesus shows us actually the opposite, right? With Absolutely, yeah. The, the yeah. parable of the talents, right? Right. I mean, we, we, we have the, 
our Broadway's perfect example of an elevator that that seemed next to impossible, and yet it's in our building and working and all but paid for. Uh, would have would have never dreamt that would have been the case, but he is he is he's a big god, and that's just evidence that he is alive and living in at Broadway and. People are responding, and it's just, again, another just another evidence. I mean, all we have to do is look back, and we can see him all over Broadway and what he's done. And so why would we not expect him to continue that? Mm -hmm. As long as we're obedient and following and seeking him. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So. Yeah, that to me is the key, um, Brian. You, you make a good point, is that you, uh, obedience and seeking him um, in, in each situation. Uh, because, I mean, there's examples in, in scripture of um, preparation uh, amongst God's people for uh, whether it's famine with Joseph, um, right. whether, I mean, a glaring example of Noah with the flood. But in all of these cases, that person was seeking God and in relationship with him, um, which Kind of reminds you of what you said, Pastor Ryan. Um, I don't know how long ago, but it's really stuck with me um, that while rules can keep us safe, um, they're incapable of producing love in us. Is that what you had said, Ryan? Uh, I hope I did, because that's real good. <laughs> so say it again, rule, rules can keep us safe, but, but they're just love. love. Yeah. And, and God wants to be in relationship with us. That's what he Yeah, I see. Yeah. Uh-huh. Through Jesus. And so to, for me, like Jesus calls us to be, to seek him. Mm -hmm. And that's the, the only time we, we can only be obedient if we are listening to him. Mm -hmm. and, and I think we have a tendency to like default to a rule. Um, and, and God is saying, um, calling us to something very specific, and we 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 are, for whatever reason, hesitant. And I just yeah, I, I want, I want to be near to God <laughs> um, during times in which decisions are are hard, and and yeah. obedience coming from that place of relationship. Yeah. And so to make that really practical in this conversation, there's always the question of, you know, what is a tithe, you know, and 10% is the rule, you know, that's the, that's right. the guideline. And there is a, there is a biblical case for that guideline or that rule. Um, but if we only live according to that rule and never ask God about our money and our finances and our stewardship, we miss out on the love relationship part of this. We, mm -hmm. we, we miss out on the opportunity for our giving to be an act of, of worship and an expression of our love for God. And so in this time in particular, um, th there, there may be some people who are wondering what they, what they should give, whether they even can give if they're, you know, being laid off or whatever it may be. That is not, time for you to to worry as brian said earlier you know god's not up there with a the calculator making sure you're keeping up mm -hmm. he he wants instead I mean, he's putting the calculator aside and saying i'm right here why don't you talk to me about 
about what you should be giving right and uh, that may surprise you may scare you may be of great relief to you but to be in conversation with with god about that and for this to be part of your relationship with him rather than a rule that we follow yeah you know um just the world today i mean we can't let fear is not of the lord and so it i just want to compare this this toilet paper thing <laughs> i don't know what the deal is but people evidently are terrified they're gonna run out of toilet paper so they're buying tons of toilet paper and what i just want to say is that you know what he gives us we just need to hold on to loosely and if your situation is the same if you haven't lost your job and you're still getting paid please don't let the fear of all of this allow you not to continue your worship in this way um because it makes us do just things that don't even make sense the toilet paper thing just makes no sense to me at all don't let fear you know god is way 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 bigger than this it's as alex has been saying we just need to trust in him and so i get how you know and naturally as soon as this happens i I think i better put a little bit aside in case um but we can't put enough aside just in case you know Mm -hmm. so um i just that's my heart i just don't want fear to allow have any part of your giving yeah um, because we know who that comes from and so uh as alex we're going to trust in the lord and as ryan said you just pray about um if you're able to continue to give what you could what you've been giving great if you're able to get to give more that's great but you know what it's always about for me money always goes back to love god loves a cheerful giver it's all about your heart and what he's allowing you to do or not to do and what he wants to call you to do um i mentioned i just see this as another challenge for us just like when the elevator was put in that was a challenge that god was growing us and i just see this as another time where he that we have to press into him and he's challenging us to just be what he's calling us to be. And um, we said that the other night, it's like when we, when we get back to the normal and you know, I really hope and pray it doesn't, it doesn't go back to the normal because he's shaped us and molded us in a way that we are new and we are more mature and we are stronger and walking closer than ever before. Yeah. Um, That's a good word, Brian, that, uh, that we, we don't go, we're not waiting to get through the lockdown and the pandemic situation so that we can get back to where we were in January. Right. We want to go through something, our roots go down deeper, our, our community grows stronger and be a different people on the yeah. other side of this than we were yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, so yeah. We, a good word. We don't want to forget these days as he mm-hmm. leads us through this. We don't want to forget what he's going to do and is doing. So. Well, Brian and Alex, thanks for hopping on today. I uh, love both of you. Um, and thank you for the role you play at our church. Thank you for your friendship uh, to me. And uh, peace to you and peace to you, Broadway. Okay. Peace.